0: stand up Isaiah 50 verse 4 the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary he awakens me morning by morning he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. the Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious Nor did I turn away. Amen. So, the Lord has opened your ear and you really believe you are not turning away. Then go pray for the (laughs) sick. He lives in you. Amen. He lives in you. We can do it. Amen. We can do it. We can do it. The word of God tells us is if you pray, God will answer. The question is if, if whether or not you're going to pray. There is nobody that prays and God's not listening. It's impossible. God even listens to people who are using bad words. <laughs> and he's recording for them because he says, every idle word that a man will speak, he will give account of it on the day of judgment. Even though they are cursing, God says, I got this again. <laughs> you will we'll talk about this later. Much more when you pray, He hears you. Every time you ask God for something, He's listening. God listens when we pray. The question is, many times we are not patient enough for His answer to reach us. We quickly give up before the answers get to us. You see, for us, we live day to day. God lives in one continuous day. It's one day. So time doesn't mean a lot to Him. Yet, He's ordering your life. And He knows when you really need whatever you are asking for. And He delivers, you, delivers it to you in time when you really need it. He doesn't ever fail. That's the God that we serve. In Isaiah chapter 1 verse 15, where I ended last week, God's saying, this is negative, he says, when you raise your arms to me in prayer, that says when you pray, lift your hands up to God. And I said last Sunday, that's not a Pentecostal thing, to lift your hands up. God says, when you lift your hands up in prayer, I will refuse to look at you. That means God has to deliberately refuse. And the reason is because your hands are filled with blood. He says, when you make many prayers, I will not listen, because your hands are filled with blood. Now, after you have accepted Christ as your Savior, your hands are clean. Even listening to the word of God and saying yes to it cleanses you. Jesus said you are clean because of the words that I've spoken to you. So your hands are clean when you have accepted Christ. So when you raise your hands up, God has to look. He has to make himself not look. It's just something wrong. But his person is to turn immediately. Your hands are raised in prayer. He has he looks what you want. And when you combine that with a lot of people praying, and you praying, he has the answer. You know, what I do in my life is I look at life situation, and I notice where you have a situation that's really bad, and you have a lot of people praying. God always will come through. I mean, you remember Darlene, uh, Darlene Sheck? When they said, it, they were announcing it on K- KSBJ and the radio station, Darlene Sheck from Australia, that uh, she had cancer. Uh, once I knew, I, 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 when I heard that on radio, I said, a lot of people are praying for her. She's not going to go. She's going nowhere. And that's said she's healed. I remember Teresa's son, Austin. I, this, that was before I met Theresa. We were living in uh, Ryan Oaks right there. And I saw something come in the mail. And and, uh, and this was about Austin. And I knew a lot of people. Immediately, I started praying, of, of a lot of people praying for her. I knew immediately, <laughs> you got too many people praying for this one kid. Satan doesn't have, a, he doesn't have a chance. Doesn't have a chance. The thing is to get people who believe God to pray. If you can get as many people to pray... That thing is going nowhere. Satan doesn't have what it takes to kill anybody when you have a lot of people praying. Even if they are praying in unbelief. But the desire is there. Even if they are praying in unbelief, but they still want God to do it. God still will do it. I know it, it messed up your theology, but yes. You remember they were praying for Peter? Well, he was in prison. Right? They prayed for him, all of he says. At first, they didn't pray for the first one, James, that was killed, but when they got Peter, they got very concerned, and then all of them were praying. And then God sent an angel. They were uh, unbelieving believers, praying. I mean, when Peter showed up and knocked, they said, "No, no, he can can't be Peter. he's in jail." That tells you they were not really praying in faith, right? But they were praying. And God heard. My wife told you just a grain of mustard seed. When you can get many people to pray, God will answer. If you pray, God will answer. God will answer. If you get many people to pray, God's going to answer. In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. He says, call to me. God said, I want you to call to me and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call and I will answer. Call and I will answer. And God's not a man that he should lie. If he said, he'll do it. If he has spoken, he will make it good. The reason, many times we're praying for people, I don't feel anything. The only thing I'm going about on is, he said he would do it, and I'm not afraid. He's faithful to his word. That's all. That's all I got to go, go by. No feeling Did God tell me. No. I just, you just act on it based on His word. And God will carry you if you do what the word says. He will carry you. He'll never allow His word to fall to the ground. He says, when you call, He will answer. And then He wants to show you great and mighty things that you still don't know. He wants to show you things. That's what it is. The reason why we are not seeing mighty things, we're not calling. God wants to show us my great and mighty things. Basically, when you call, he's showing you how great he is compared to your problem. He's so big, your problem is nothing. And then his mind, he's made available to you to take care of the problem. He gives you understanding to know what's really going on. The root of the problem, where did this begin? How do I attack it? How do I pray about this thing? Maybe I open the door for the enemy to come in. And he gives you, he show you great and mighty things which you do not know. That's the God that we serve. He wants to show you things. Now, I like the scripture and I'm going to close on this today. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. And 7 through verse 11. It says, Ask. Ask, and it will be given to you. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. It says, knock, and the door will be opened to you. Verse 8 is the one that I love the most. When God revealed this scripture to me years ago, I felt so liberated. He says, for everyone who asks, receives. For everyone who asks, receives. When I found this scripture years ago, I was going through a lot of difficult... It was very tough. There were tough times for me really difficult because i prayed running from one minister to the other they give you words and they tell you don't worry about it god and i'm thinking but i don't feel that way how do i know for sure and then god gave this scripture to me for everyone who asks receives and i told myself i am everyone i must receive i'm going to ask i'm going to ask god for my deliverance first he said ask this was Jesus himself speaking. He won a word from his mouth. It's enough for us. He said, he said, ask and you will receive. That was enough. He's already given us the truth. But he didn't stop there. He knew that some of us know how to excuse ourselves out of it. What he says, well, we will accept ourselves. Well, I know if Pastor Goodluck has, he will Then he says, nothing to do with Pastor Goodluck or Andy or Angela. Nobody. If you are somebody, you can ask and God will hear you. He didn't say, Ask and be a pastor, and God will hear you. Ask and have been in church all week, then God will hear you. No, everyone who asks receives. Everyone who asks receives. That's why James would say, You do not have because you didn't ask. The problem is not God, the problem is you. You're not asking. And God said, ask more. Ask. Is it that difficult to ask? We would rather pick up the phone and ask a brother. <laughs> rather than asking God. Ask. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who is sick will find. And if you knock, the door will be opened. Then Jesus went further. And he says, What man... Is there among you who if his son asks for bread will give him a stone. God says, you don't do that to your sons. You don't do that. And if you read further, it says you being evil. He called us evil. You don't do that. You won't tell your son who needs bread to eat. Why don't you go come back next week? And we give you enough bread. You see, we got bread here. Yeah, go. I know. I need to know that you are really hungry before I give you bread. We'll call CPRs on you. That's the God we serve. If your son asks you for bread, a good father immediately, hey, have it. And if the son goes on his knees, oh please, daddy, let me have the bread. What's wrong, matter with you, son? Here's bread. Take it. Why are you crying about it? I I just want to feel like I have faith, Father, that you give me the bread. That's an insult. Why don't you just take the bread? He's already told us, everyone that asks, receives. And you are everyone. All you have to do is ask. If you ask, he won't give you something that you don't want. In fact, he wants to go beyond what you want. In a good way. That's the God that we serve. So we need to ask Him. We're not having because we don't ask. When you spend your time, just, I'm going to go seek God. No matter what's going on in your life, Satan is telling and whispering to your mind and telling you it's never going to change. That's when you know it's going to change. Immediately find a place. Go into your closet. Stay there. Maybe just an hour. And watch what heaven will do on your behalf. Because everyone who asks receives. God says call I will answer. And I'll come down I'll show you. I'll talk to you. I'll tell you things that you never knew before. I'll give you life lessons. New life lessons. So you can make it. In whatever I'm asking you to do. That's the God that we serve. That's why he is a good God. And the devil is a bad devil. And I'd like to end with this. God is good. God is good. I keep this all the time, stuff going. God is good, and the devil is bad. Oh, I like that. The devil is bad. The devil is bad. He is a liar. Oh, I like it all the time. He is a liar. He can't tell the truth? Yes, He really can't tell the truth. If he tells you something is white, believe me, it's black. <laughs> if he tells you you're going to die, that's the time to rejoice. I'm going to live. Because he's the father of lies. He doesn't know how to tell the truth. Especially if he goes with a little fear. That's when you know he's from the devil. Yes. Because he comes with fear. And so you fear. Then you start shouting. I just was afraid. That was from the devil. He can't tell the truth. I'm running for this. This is wonderful. I'm going to live. Amen. That's when you know. He's from the devil. He cannot, lie. Jesus said, he's a father of it. When he lies, he's lying from his within. So he can't tell the truth. So when he's telling you that you are not going to make it, that's the time to shout. Because you've heard the lie and you got the truth. Amen. Stand up with me today. Amen.